Yo guys, welcome back to the Random Disclaimer Show. This is episode number six today. We're still on it. We're rolling out two every week. We're gonna keep dedicated. Um, today I'm here with the homie Tyler as usual. You know. Yo. And our special guest today is the good old friend Seth. How you been doing, bro? <laughs> What's up? Not bad, man. How you been? Good. Just you know, staying in our little hometown, doing not a damn thing. Yeah. <laughs> good old Parkersburg, man. What's there not to like about it? Uh, meth heads, poverty. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, are you not in Parkersburg? Uh, yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, so what have you been Good doing, bro? You finished? You still in uh, school and everything? Yeah, I uh, the fall, fall uh, of course fall semester just started. Um, in my junior year now, uh, WV made the decision to go mostly online this semester i think they have like i think 30 only have like 30 percent of classes in person uh i only have one person one class in person which kind of sucks so uh, i'm trying to teach myself five different classes right now so what so, are, you, are you yeah that online like, stuff's gotta be tough so are you staying at dude this semester's kicking my ass man yeah okay you're in morgantown cool how's it like up there with covid yeah. is everything going back to normal uh for i just moved in uh me and my roommates are these started in july but i didn't move in until a couple weeks into like halfway through august and when i first came up here it was i would say roughly 60 40 on people wearing masks versus people not wearing them yeah but thankfully everybody's kind of getting better at wearing it hasn't gotten too uh, bad still there, see, has it like a bunch of kids not, i mean they had i know over the summer they had um when they first opened the bars back up there was a huge outbreak um and then they closed the bars back down and they all kind of went down and, but then students came back to campus so the numbers haven't been like crazy high yeah. but they're still they're still not good i think um my brother had a middle school football game today and they're canceled because uh, I guess one of the middle schools got exposed again. I don't know what's going on. Yeah, I know there's I know there's two cases uh, at South right now. That's insane. I, yeah, I don't that's understand. Crazy. So are they? Do they? I wonder if the school loses money if they make it completely online. Uh, universities, just normal like schools, I guess. Because I know. Uh, I have I have no idea. I know. They're giving, they gave, at, at least at South, because my sister goes there, she's a freshman. Uh, they gave the students, I think, iPads. And then, um, of course, they have all the yeah, so, online okay. stuff they're doing. That's like, it, but, is it, but it's still like you go two days a week. Like, I don't know why they wouldn't just do uh, online. Like, just give up on trying the. I know, I know they gave the option of you can either go fully in person uh two days a week and the rest online or fully online they gave that option i don't know if they were yeah oh, that's good okay. that's, good that's what i was kind of concerned yeah. i was like it's i know gonna keep popping up so why just just get rid of it yeah yeah no i'm right there with you man i think it's i personally think it's not exactly the best choice to be bringing uh not only uh, college students back to campus, but to be putting high schoolers and middle schoolers, elementary schools back in these schools. And it's but not really. A, I guess that's why. I'm, I guess that's why I'm not the one making the decisions. Yeah, I guess it's not even an issue for like the college students and high schoolers, more so for their family that they have to go home to. Yeah, 
like yeah, professors exactly. in college they're all old as shit probably so they're, they're probably the most <laughs> concerning yeah i don't know yeah i was uh, i was in one of my online classes yesterday and one of the guys uh, one of the guys in the class was saying that he's finishing his third quarantine since he's been up here since this semester started and wow, two of them so were from going to his yeah he said two of them were from going to his only in-person class because i guess someone tested positive for covid in his class yeah. twice so he had to quarantine for 14 days both times i don't know they're working wow. on it but i don't see it becoming a thing until like next fall time because it oh, it takes a long not. time to figure out like the right vaccine oh, oh yeah. yeah absolutely yeah. but yeah it's it's not too bad up here uh they just reopened the bars your... i think on tuesday night oh, cool, cool. Or so Monday at least night. So i don't know at your own risk i feel like that's the best option right yeah now, is make everything open yeah, at your own I risk mean, because i mean it's hard on your mental health just sitting in quarantine. oh absolutely yeah i think i mean of course obviously i'm not personally gonna go out and do do something like that i mean of course i'm not even 21 so i can't really go to bars anyway but um i personally wouldn't do something like that to go out and risk my own health but i mean who am i to stop other people or to try to stop other people from doing what they want to do for sure you know what yeah. I mean? uh, have we heard anything about halloween is it canceled dude i have no oh, idea shit. what i'm gonna I do think... i became an adult and i'm just like fuck it <laughs> <laughs> i don't want to pay attention to it's like dude I, yeah dude i have no idea i think i don't know i think i think my sister said something this past weekend about them doing it in parkersburg i think they should but again i have no idea like i, don't, I have no i have no idea what they're doing appear or anything I feel or like Halloween's else. one of the safest things like as long as like kids are all reaching into the same bucket of candy like doing the thing where like they yeah. open up their bag and you drop it in at your house oh yeah for sure I mean it's still it's still coming into not necessarily necessary contact with people but yeah I think I think what you said just kind of opening your bag or having your bucket yeah. whatever and letting the person drop it in. Most bucket. parents are safe and will do like the wipe down, like wet wipes or something like that. Yeah. Um, what was that just yeah. like? How so for your um, photography business? That's probably is it not doing too good right now? It's uh, hard. It's I don't really have like an exactly business quote well, unquote, yeah. but um, yeah, I definitely I definitely really haven't been having people reach out for shoots. I mean, I didn't really have that many before the pandemic started but definitely definitely less than i did i've you were doing a good bit though. of course since i've been than i would ever do i said you were doing a good bit though before the quarantine yeah i was i was i was doing a decent bit i was mostly just getting out with some friends and just hanging around just shooting but um yeah it's been rough man so what are you going to school for uh so my major is sports sports and adventure media my emphasis is on sports it's mainly um it's sort of kind of it's kind of hard to explain that's really the only kind of program in the entire country of its kind but um it's basically best way i could explain it would be sort of journalism and just like general media and just learning how to apply it in like sports. Oh, okay. And it's a joint major with the College of Physical Activity and Sports Sciences. So I'm also taking 
um, sports marketing classes, sports sociology, psychology, stuff like so that. Pretty so pretty much like really so fun. you'll be able to apply for like ESPN and write articles. Yeah, def- uh, one of the classes. Yeah, one of the classes I'm in right now is uh, video storytelling. And the my professor, he actually helped start ESPNU. And he does. He still does a lot of stuff with ESPN. So, one of the big things that they, one of the biggest things about the Reed College up here at WVU is that we work a lot with ESPN directly. So, it helps out a lot. Yeah, good deal. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Uh, yeah, that's awesome. I don't know. So, what sports are you into? Uh, of course, growing up, growing up, I didn't necessarily watch a whole ton of sports uh besides the obvious like football yeah that's what i was um but recently and even in even really in high school i didn't watch that much i mean i watched football a little bit of basketball and baseball but um lately i've been getting into soccer more recently because i've been i've been shooting a lot of photos for soccer over the past year and i'm i'm starting to see more of a popularity rise in popularity for soccer in the u.s oh definitely but Um, i do a little and I, i slept on sport a slept on sport is cricket, man. Dude, I don't I don't know Cricket's what's going on. I don't know mm-hmm. what's going on at all. I just know there's a dude at one end slapping a ball with a stick and it's absolutely electric. So what is it kind of like is it like a baseball type of sport? Sort of kind of. Like- uh yeah, best way I can really explain it is just a dude at one end throwing the ball. And another dude at the other end slapping it with a stick, and everybody's going wild. So. <laughs> Everyone's just losing their minds. <laughs> Everyone's losing their minds, man. It's crazy. Um, but, trying um, to brag a little bit. Um, how, how do you feel <laughs> about Marshall being ranked higher than WVU? Uh, <laughs> oh, I'm just kidding. <laughs> All I have to say is we we smacked Eastern Kentucky by a lot more than you do. Yeah, so. you're right. Honestly, it's the most <laughs> shocking. When I seen Marshall at 25... Like I literally almost pooped myself. God, that's that's the first time Marshall's been ranked in how forever. Long? It's been it's been like, <laughs> like twenty years. Probably it's probably since they first joined Conference USA. Yeah, yeah, literally, just about. <laughs> yeah, honestly, you might be right. I don't know. I just <laughs> yeah, I know, that's the only dude. reason I brought Marshall, up sports. I just wanted to brag a little bit because I know you're a big West Virginia. Yeah, no, fan. no, man, Marshall. Marshall's looking pretty good this year. Of course, this is the it. one year that we don't have season tickets. We decided not to get them for COVID. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they uh, – actually, our game against Kansas this week is the first time we're going to have fans in this stand besides um, family and friends of the so players. You're going so, uh I actually didn't get a ticket. <laughs> they, uh, they sent out a thing on Monday for students to request tickets, and I requested it like as soon as I got the email. And I got an email like Tuesday night saying I didn't get one, which is crazy because I've been to literally every single football game and every basketball game that I've requested tickets to over the past two years. But yeah, oh well. I, I honestly didn't really plan on going. I was just gonna sell my ticket to someone who's willing to pay for it. So I'll bet you they're high value. They knew. I was just like, nah. <laughs> I saw I saw somebody trying to sell this for like fifty five yesterday. I'm like, God damn. Nice little money. That's high. I mean, it's just it's just like a student ticket, so it's it's not like a good seat or anything. But okay, I got you. Yeah, since it's a student ticket, you have to like have your ID 
or else like i don't know it's weird it's weird how they do the student ticketing here uh, okay yeah i can see how that's a little yeah. high then um yeah switching i'm gonna switch over a little bit um did you get a chance to uh register to vote oh yeah i've been I actually registered i think i've been registered since the day i went to go like renew my license when i first turned yeah. 18. yeah man i've been i've been registered i'm planning on i'm planning on going back to parkersburg on election day and voting because I don't necessarily trust mail-in ballots. <laughs> Not in this election, at least. Yeah, but. it's a little weird right now. So, yeah, I'm not, yeah. I'm not taking that risk. <laughs> what do you? What is it looking like for you? Uh, like in the Trump train, uh, or I, I don't like either. Oh yeah, of course. I expected <laughs> that. Literally, uh, man. Literally, I, I think mean, this was the election. Only smart would... decision. Oh, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. If this were any other election. Uh, I probably vote, I definitely vote third party. That's what I'm doing. But, but yeah, I, I think I think this this election is way too important to kind of. I was thinking. Like that. I, you're right. I, yeah, like like I I personally think we should go away from the two party political system. Absolutely. But because it, it doesn't give Just not this year voices to people. Yeah, it's outdated. It, it, oh. It's, way outdated it just doesn't give voices to people who aren't running as either democrat or yeah Republican. we went over it on uh, episode three i think with uh, my friend eric and he said they need five percent of the uh public vote to get funding for debates and all that i like i got like i, I don't think debates should just be i don't know why democrat it is that. i think they should have the green party libertarian and whatever the other major third parties well that's have. that's what he's saying i'm pretty yeah, sure we just need five percent and then they'll if get you get five percent of the yeah. public vote yeah then yeah. they'll get public and funding and have like a, a representation it's like a wonderful thing but i don't think it's the right time like it is the right time but not for this no, certain election no i absolutely yeah i absolutely agree like, with you. i think i think that's a big thing in this election is that people want to vote third party but they understand just how important this election is. I despise Trump and Biden, but I have to go with the lesser of two evils. Yeah. That's how it I, works. I feel like a lot of yeah. people feel that way. Yeah. I just I dislike both very much, but it's yeah, like I like I said, this this election determines way more than just the next four years. So definitely. So elaborate if for the viewers elaborate what you mean by that like because you know everything with um who's the the scotus nomination amy coney barrett i, I can never remember her middle name but um Kamala that, Harris. no the uh the scotus nomination it's amy barrett i think it's Coney's oh okay, okay I got but um like she's gonna be in the supreme court until Pretty much either she dies or she resigns as we saw with rbg but um and that's how most supreme court justices are but um not only just the supreme court but definitely like the senate and the house so this election definitely determines a lot more than just who the president and vice president is for the next four to possibly eight years yeah definitely it's a very good thing to think about we tried to promote third party voting on episode three but i'm kind of taking a step back from that because yeah. i'm realizing that yeah, no. it's more important to get 
those positions. Well, I, I mean, I don't think we met as much as in this election as much as just in yeah, general. Yeah, that's what like, I'm trying to make it known. Like Third-party voting is not a waste. Like 100% yeah. after this four years, regardless of if it's Biden or Trump or whoever's up next year, uh, next after this four years, I'm going to go third party and just oh, vote absolutely. off of what I'm not doing. Right but this, it's just like, this is like the most intense. It's too far. It's too the late. most intense. Yeah. It's like the almost the most intense election there has been since we've been alive, at least. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And we thought 2016 was bad. <laughs> I mean, this is. I don't think anybody imagined that the the past four years were going to be like as bad as they were when when we were voting in 2016. Well, not us, but as a country. We just can I just say that I'm still sad about Bernie. I'm sorry for him. Uh, me too. Honestly, man. still sad I'm about sad. Bernie. I'm upset that the DNC never took Bernie seriously, man. Yeah, um, and I'm I'm sad about Andrew Yang. Yeah, too. I was gonna say I'm more uh, sad about Andrew man. Yang. That was my number one guy. Uh, man. I, I hope I hope Andrew Yang runs for Senate because I I really like it. If there was a way for me to cheat on voting, I would vote for him like a thousand times. <laughs> If there's only like if there's only a way to bring back one of the candidates that like fell out yeah. like i really feel like they'd have like a real good shot of just overthrowing everybody because like that would be the, the perfect third choice that well, we need it, just, it goes to show that a lot of people on the left and right side that are very extreme in their politics don't give third parties a chance because andrew yang is a supporter for both sides like he's not completely Absolutely. democratic policies yeah, mm-hmm. Andrew yeah. Andrew Yang. I personally would describe Andrew Yang as forward instead of left to right. Yeah, I know that's, that's, no, that's like very good. Honestly, thing to say, but like, yeah, Andrew Yang is definitely. He cares about what's coming up. Good sign. Like he was trying to push for, he wanted to uh, redo all the tax brackets and all that, and mm-hmm. take more money yeah, from companies. My, my biggest absolutely my biggest thing with andrew yang was the ubi because and i think a lot of people are realizing just how important that is and like how um i don't really necessarily say do you want to say what like, ubi is for everyone just in case how many how many uh universal basic income so pretty much uh the government would give you uh, x amount of dollars per month and andrew yang's was what was it a thousand i think yeah his was depending on your family and size i think the pan- it's Do depending I? on your family size, I think. Yeah, yeah, but like, yeah, I'm pretty sure it was dependent on family size, but like, the like general term that he was kind of pushing it off of was a thousand dollars. But I think the pandemic has kind of helped people see how big of a factor UBI can play when it comes to the I economy. It would be. So I think it's. I think it'll be interesting to see how putting that into the, motion would be like us coming out of the great depression like i think it would push our economy to an insane level yeah i mean look it's at the science proof he, he there was like it, i mean it's on his instagram one of his little uh like you can pick mm-hmm. one of his stories there was like a whole like scientific study on like what would happen or i guess guess more like mathematic study of the numbers what would happen if we pushed this money into american families and it was just outstanding yeah, man, big I'm a big fan of Andrew Yang. I think, like I said, I think the pandemic and uh, how many how how much people want another stimulus uh, 
stimulus bill to pass i think it's helped a lot of people see and a lot of again not necessarily the importance but how big of a role ubi can play in not only the economy but the general well-being of the people for anyone that's like for i'm gonna say mostly republican view getting the uh ubi would uh push more money into our economy because if you give people more money they can invest they can put it into a business that where they mm-hmm. can't afford it now it's just a lot of different things that would secure a lot of futures yeah absolutely i don't know yeah because let's say let's say you have somebody who's making i don't know let's say roughly i don't know maybe like fifty thousand dollars and if they're getting that extra twelve hundred dollars a month from the government that's not twelve hundred a thousand that's twelve thousand dollars that they're getting every year of course whether or not to take taxes out on it that's twelve that's an extra twelve thousand dollars that you can like you said invest into it companies is. invest into smaller businesses startups local businesses and that's going to do wonders for if the you economy want to look deeper into it past the economy it would help mental health it would help depression it would help mm-hmm. suicide because people have that trust like their comfort that they need I don't know. It's a it's a beautiful yeah. thing. No, and I think they're not absolutely. worried about where their next dollar yeah, is going to be because they have from, a little, so. so they can take more risk. And I think that's I think America needs a little more risk, like not in a bad yeah. way, but in yeah, a no, way I, like I agree with you, man. make or break type of situation. Like you might do this mm-hmm. and it might be wonderful, but guess what? If you mess up, you still can fall back on a pillow and not fucking nails. Yeah, oh, absolutely. absolutely. The majority American right now lives for Friday. I mean, they live for the weekend because of the workday. Like, mm-hmm. that's just, it's not how it should be. Like, life no. shouldn't be. I feel like waiting we would for be, the weekend. We would be way be. high. I feel like we'd be farther. Like, we, our civilization would just move faster if everyone had that comfort zone that they can lean on. Um, I think Alaska already does this. Like, they pay their citizens monthly really yeah i'm pretty positive maybe they got rid of it yeah they do at one point they, they were paying yeah. like 700 dollars a month or something like that Dang and it. they were like That's stores true. were popping up everywhere these little villages of 100 people grew to like 600 because they can afford to have families and afford to install gas um furnaces and stuff like that it just it shows that's i think that's he was basing a lot of his uh push for that from Alaska and how good it did. Yeah, man, the data, the data and science definitely support it, but it doesn't lie. We, uh, <laughs> no, it doesn't, man. But good luck getting getting any American law or bill passed based solely just, upon science. It might just be my personal opinion, yeah. but it's kind of weird how it's not okay to change laws, like from fucking 400 years ago or whatever like is it not okay to look at these laws or these uh i don't know just like what we live by and like oh that was made from our founding fathers why is it not okay to update that that's like us i mean some of our founding fathers didn't want it to be like this to where it was set in stone but why is the constitution set in stone that's like us it's it's like buying an iphone 3 and still having it today <laughs> it's so crazy how like um how like our current the current state of like the US in terms of like government and politics is like exactly what the founding fathers didn't want 
<laughs> like we hardly update laws and regulations and it's definitely the way that this country was set up was supposed to be like constantly changing and oh yeah oh, adapting yeah so constantly. i wonder like i need to look into like why we're so against that as a whole because it's just uh, i mean the people empowered like they have power they don't want the addiction to power is real in the world once you have power i mean you want to maintain it as long like, as can I, as long as you I can don't smoke weed but it's kind of insane to think like not just thinking about my life but just thinking about like today's just like the whole world in general how we don't have completely legalized marijuana Dude, like the money from it, that is outstanding and i just don't know what is dude, where, what's where's the all you have to do just legalize it tax it and just watch the revenue come in i i mexico literally just passed there i literally keep saying do mexico, what? they just passed their uh laws really it's completely legal there and they're predicted to be like the world's top marijuana distributor not like they already weren't but now it's just legal <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I've been saying that literally if the state of West Virginia legalized both medicinal and recreational marijuana and we just put a tax on it, even if it's just small, dude, we could literally be like the Colorado of the East. Little heroin problem. Shoink! <laughs> disappears. Yeah, seriously, man. Because the, the thing with drugs is that you they're so, like, obviously they're deadly because of the stuff that's in them, but because you can't regulate what's in them, so nobody knows what they're actually buying. Like you can go buy like a like a gram or two of weed and then you're actually getting like k2 or something i mean obviously yeah, very different but still i mean you don't know what you're buying yeah for the normal person that's not a heavy weed smoker it's very easy to mistake mm -hmm. uh it's weird i don't understand how it's not passed yet so it's actually a study done um i'm sure you guys definitely know by now and most of the viewers know uh, that West Virginia, Parkersburg in particular, is a really bad heroin uh, number place one in the country. Last year. Huntington, yeah, well, Huntington's actually number one, but West Parkersburg is pretty bad too. Yeah, um, but there's actually a study done, and it basically goes. You can look it up on YouTube. I believe they made a video about it. Basically, kind of talking about. I actually believe Joe Rogan spoke about it. The fact that heroin addiction doesn't really come from like somebody being addicted to heroin really necessarily it comes from them being unhappy with the place that they are in a life like bit. with their there's environment habit there's, there's west virginia has uh, but, an issue with opioids as well a lot of a lot of heroin addictions come from our easy aspect easy well, no absolutely i'm not no i'm not disagreeing with that i'm I was just throwing that in like, there. there's a lot of there's a lot of doctors yeah. and things that are prescribed like a lot of pills get people addicted and then cut Absolutely. them off then they have to go to the street to get whatever they can because they're in so bad withdrawals they can't function and i mean that's a very big case that definitely happens but um i don't know i think that the other thing plays a very very big part in it too the fact that they're just not happy with I mean, just their situation and like where they're at. So they, they have to numb themselves and the way they feel with drugs. West which Virginia is either heroin it's just or meth. like a very inconvenient place because what has mm -hmm. been happening over the, like the last 12 years is they've been closing down coal industries. 
West Virginia, if people don't know, literally used to run completely off of coal. Like that was our. 100%. And now that's that's coal getting capital. that's gone. Part of our and now plants history. are shutting down because there's big cities pushing out way more, way cheaper stuff. Like you take away a lot of the income, then no one can afford to put new businesses there or new activities. And if you do, they always close down because no one has that type of money to go spend and do that kind of stuff. Um, yeah, I was going to speak on about... speak on this. Um, so in eleventh grade, I I broke my hand in half, and I had to end up having surgery <laughs> for it. And um, the doctor gave me hydrocodone thirties for a month, and I stopped taking Man. them like halfway through the month. Ended up just throwing them away. And then I went back the second month, and he gave me another prescription for thirty of them. And then, you're lucky. well, I ended no, up no, I ended up literally throwing them away because literally it made me feel like I was not a human. But the third yeah, month I went back, I, I, he just said, "Let me know if you need another prescription." And I think that needs some light on it. Like that should not be happening. I shouldn't. Yeah, no, I, I absolutely agree with you, man. When a uh, sophomore in high school, when I. I got in a pretty bad accident playing football. I literally, I literally almost became addicted to literally my painkillers. Like I literally just had to stop taking them yeah. and threw them away. Like halfway through, and whenever yeah. I would go to the, of course, that's exactly yeah, how I was like feeling. Through the bottom, like, I was waking up in the morning and like before I brush my teeth, before I hop in the shower, or anything, I'm looking straight for my pill bottle. And that was yeah, after man. only I, like, like so twenty was... days in. So I stopped taking them and then three months later he's still offering them to me that needs like i think that mm -hmm. should not be allowed and that's an issue yeah, that's crazy really just because i was I, a, uh, character, I, a sports guy like i was just playing football so i was at a pd like a sports pediatric unit or whatever so like they were like oh yeah you're mm -hmm. a you're a football player you can have as much as you want no bro <laughs> yeah that is not wow i had a gallbladder surgery to get my gallbladder removed and i got one bottle of hydrocodone 30s i believe there was like probably 20 to 30 pills in there like a, a supply for like a week i think and i remember i took them and when i remember when they were gone i was like damn i'm gonna ask them for another one like it's like I, I was addicted for sure like I, I mean it those things had me floating and i mean i smoked and us three just happened so to be more stronger than that and that. that's only scenario that's probably oh, yeah. that we happen to have a little bit more strength and be like hey what's going on here thankfully my doctor didn't i mean i t I asked them and they just kind of didn't really yeah, that's good that's what should happen so, i was yeah, shocked when he kept that's exactly to me. i'm like you're going to literally get me hooked on this shit so i just kept throwing them away yeah, yeah dude I, I literally i can't remember i can't even remember like who my doctor even was like dude the concussion i got from that was literally miserable lasted for months but i'm pretty sure yeah it's just awful man i was i was it's so crazy how like i was literally so close to getting addicted to it and it's not like i was doing anything crazy i was just literally taking what was prescribed yeah. to me and that's how those addictions start literally the the way you feel you feel like it depends when I didn't eat on them and I took one, I would feel like a fucking zombie. Like I remember riding to uh, school on yeah. the bus and I'd like, when the bus turned, like I would literally fall over in my seat because I was just so stumped. Yeah. But like when I ate on them, like I felt like Superman. Like I was like, if someone beat the <laughs> fuck out of me right now, I would scream, I would jump up and scream like, come on, let's go again. Like it yeah. just gets rid of like, and that it's weird because it works for physical and mental. So if you're mentally stressed and you take, you take 
an opioid it's like not there you're just like almost like it's not happy mm-hmm. but it's like not even close to sad you're just like kind of like you're, you're just literally in a like gray a zombie zone. yeah i don't know it's very bad the gray zone feels really nice though it's it's very scary yeah very scary well, usually if it's you so stick sad. in the gray zone you're probably there's probably an addiction involved there's probably something going on yeah yeah definitely um moving on yeah let's move on what do you guys <laughs> A little bit of a, a little bit of a somber note there. <laughs> um. Otherwise, oh, I guess we can stay in kind of the drugs category since we're already there. Um. What do you guys think about <clears throat> psychedelics being used for treating things like depression and anxiety? I'm strongly for it. I I personally have never used them. I know people who have, and um. They said it really helped with like the anxiety that they were dealing with that day, all the stressors that they had. It just kind of made them forget about it. And from all the studies that I've seen, uh, I'm I'm for it, man. I mean, if it works, why not use it? Again, more so, I mean, more so to, for like long term. Like you said, uh, like this anxiety of that day. Right. But I mean, like more long term, kind of like I think you know what I'm. I think you know microdosing I mean? mushroom tea could literally be an antidepressant. Yeah. I'm strongly experienced yeah. in the mushroom. I, I absolutely agree, and I promise it's it's bigger than just one day type of thing. If you're doing a more than just like a right. kind of fun activity, I did them for like two weeks straight, and I was feeling like I was understanding myself more. And like uh, I feel like psychedelics allow you to like click the edit button on your brain a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, like I said, I personally have never used them. But again, it all, I think it all just comes down to if you legalize it, you can regulate what's in them. So exactly. you know, people know what they're getting and they're being safe about it. Then yeah, I'm all for it, man. I'm all for it. I, I like this guy. Like I, I like said, this guy. Whatever science, <laughs> whatever science says <laughs> works, man. Just do it. Um, I want to yes, step sir. back real quick onto opioids again. I forgot to mention this. I think we should fund more of those clinics that allow you to bring in your heroin or meth and have it clinically tested and i feel like there's certain cities that give you like um their little like health packets and like they come with like your alcohol wipes your clean needles we cannot Mm -hmm. get rid of heroin but we can sure the fuck help with the overdoses and the dying absolutely you can't get rid of it but you can definitely make it safer i'm a a big 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 fan of the needle exchange programs and again like you said like the handing out the bags I think with the every wipes city's and clean needles and all that stuff. That. that should have a fund for that. Absolutely, I, I agree one hundred percent. One hundred percent. But yes, yeah, like moving back to psychedelics, I just wanted to shed some light on that because I hope that becomes a normal thing. Like people are like, "Oh, you're just saying people that use heroin should use it all the time." Like they're going to anyways. What do you mean? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, man. They're they're gonna they're gonna get it and do it no matter what we can at least make it safe for them and cleaner yeah. so that way you know they don't have to worry about getting hep yeah, that's another issue with that like hepatitis for a week and a half. the percentage of hepatitis yeah, between man. heroin users oh my it's out of the world it's scary Crazy. it's like covid almost aids anything yeah all types of bloodborne diseases there's countless yeah. crazy it's literally wild. um yeah so for psychedelics i haven't tried anything other than mushrooms so i don't know what what ones do you think tyler would be good for long-term microdosing 
I don't. I've never really. Ex- I mean, I've experienced maybe slightly with microdosing, <clears throat> but I was just kind of talking more for just like use, I guess. Like maybe, <clears throat> um, throat's going crazy on me. Um, just talking maybe for like occasional use. Um, I myself have used. I've done LSD before, and I've done mushrooms before. Um, I think. I think if you use LSD as a tool, as it's meant to be used, I think it can play a big role in maybe like how you think about certain things. You can change that, yeah. um, change the way that you think about certain things. Um, like I, I would give uh, the credit to LSD for the reason that I, I like music so much, and I've kind of like decided that that's my calling. Kind of, I mean. It basically just helps you contemplate uh, everything and just kind of just think about everything. Um, kind of just really the best way to explain it, kind of just really just everything in your life. You'll just kind of analyze it and be able to step back and look at it as if maybe you were somebody else and didn't have all the baggage connected to your psyche. Yeah. So you can kind of just look at something and really see it for what it is instead of feeling emotional about it like you would if you were thinking about it from normal perspective so it's kind of crazy uh it's kind of sounds wild but very good tool to shift your perspective and maybe think about things a different way than you are you know i think i don't think it's very crazy also well yeah i'm just saying for some people maybe it sounds kind of like outside of the box or whatever but uh another thing lsd has been used for and countless other psychedelics is breaking addiction so actually lsd trips have helped countless alcoholics actually break their addiction to alcohol due to just the experience that they can have on lsd just being so powerful and profound that they just get the you know ability and confidence to decide that they don't want to you know, bow down to alcohol anymore in their life, which yeah, is there's actually really great. There's, also, there's actually um, um, re- rehabilitation clinics um, like solely based off of microdosing psychedelics. <clears throat> like that's how they actually. That's like a like a medical thing they study there. Definitely, definitely. Um, I I would not doubt it. And I think you're uh, for, but you're very right for saying that it's a tool because looking outside of just fixing like um mental health issues like it like some of them are very good like there's ufc fighters that have started microdosing mushrooms because it helps them with their passion like it's literally a tool to help them perform better um, it's like it's not a steroid it just helps them process every little detail way better so uh it's kind of in the middle right now for there's been ufc fighters that have tested this out and like it's working wonderful but the ufc is not sure like can we let this be a normal thing to where um fighters are microdosing before fights and like just off of experience i've taken mushrooms and i've done training you're hitting it like it's just like a, it's literally a tool like you're almost like in a different no it's definitely it gives you a hyper awareness yeah, like yeah of. your awareness is out of this world when you're on them yeah microdosing i don't know i'm not saying like eat a whole fucking eighth of mushrooms you're probably not going to be very aware of what you're what's going no you'll definitely be very aware yeah definitely. out of your head um, <laughs> <laughs> you're yeah um 
but yeah so if, i mean if you're i'm not condoning psychedelic use or anything like that but uh you know nudge nudge if you are depressed or something like that and really don't care about life anymore well before you do something crazy or you know you know you can't get help or anything like that it's your last resort maybe try one of those and listen to some of your favorite music i don't know maybe it will it will help play you out play out time. with the buddy system know. too if you're going to try again, lsd absolutely you should don't do it alone 100 do not do it alone do it with somebody that you can trust and don't do it with somebody that that acts like they're your friend do not do it with somebody that don't do it with somebody that you don't trust with your life to be honest like you want the person that you're uh intoxicated with to care about you as much as they care about themselves to a point to where something happens you trust that you, you trust what they would do in the situation yeah. so that's all i gotta say I not mean, saying that you can't take anything yeah. by yourself but if you're trying them it's always good for the first that's, time that's definitely not yeah to have is like what happens mm -hmm. when you're with someone definitely i don't know i hope i feel like that's going to be pushed forward in the future because i think we're realizing that antidepressants are fucking whack like they never work barely uh, i'm not saying never i'm not yeah. trying to bash people that are taking them because i've taken them and they have fucked up my whole like existence <laughs> same yeah yeah, yeah I mean, I sometimes they're necessary but go ahead yeah no I, d I definitely hope to see um more studies done on psychedelics and like their long-term effects in terms of you know microdosing and how they deal how they help deal with anxiety and depression long term yeah. but I, d I definitely think there'll be no, there's already there's already places overseas that this is like a normal thing like in their like the percentages really? are out of the roof on how much they've helped. Of course, you're going to get a you're going to get a little bit more of like people taking too much. So now they're at the hospital thinking they're mm -hmm. about to fall out of the earth or something. But that's just <laughs> with anything. Alcohol, you can drink too much alcohol, but it's it's legal. Yeah. Yeah. The only thing difference is Absolutely. psychedelics cannot physically kill you. Yeah, there have been no recorded deaths from just use of psychedelics absolutely there's no yeah, overdoses anything like that i mean it depends on the psychedelic but we're, you if we're talking about lsd it, and mushrooms it, it will no. not kill you it might strain your absolutely. brain a little bit but no death is involved no physical and if you're gonna try a psychedelic for the first time i would recommend trying mushrooms for the first time uh due to basically a mushroom trip's gonna last four to six hours uh lsd trip's gonna last 12 hours at least so if you don't have 12 hours to just be very high out of your mind and uh contemplating stuff then definitely i would probably go with and the if mushrooms. you're and i'm not saying that if you're a little skeptical as a person uh mushrooms are way more trusted like i'm not saying it's definitely. always the case where lsd is the drug being laced but you're going to find it way more in that industry like that I do okay. I do want to state another thing. Yeah, absolutely. Good point, Gavin. Great point. Um, if you decide that you want to take a substance like that, I just want you to hear me right now. Please buy a test kit. Please, 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 please buy a test kit. You can go online and you can buy a test kit, a drug test kit, for less than a dollar. I think 
it's less than five dollars you can buy a test kit have it mailed to your house anonymously it's not something that if even if you know your parents would obviously you shouldn't be doing it i guess if you live with your parents that's not so i'm not condoning that but um it's it's that non-conspicuous i guess so if you have you know somebody else checking your mail your your uh significant other your fiance whatever uh, hopefully you're discussing your psychedelic use with them before you do something like that but if not anyway you can get the test kit in the mail and basically what you do is just rip off a piece of the tab or candy sugar cube whatever you get the you know the lsd on you rip off a piece of it put it in the test tube drop a couple drops of the chemical if it turns a certain color you're good if not it's something else and basically uh it's this stuff called 25 nbome it's a chemical that mimics lsd uh, lsd stands for lysergic acid diethylamide um, so it's like a big chemical you have to you get like synthesize it with a certain way with ergot you know etc anyway um long story short people like to find cheaper ways of doing things and trying to sell them as the original way as we see with weed uh all types of drugs uh, designer clothes etc etc people just try to you know undercut the main thing and sell it for the same thing so they try to do the same thing with lsd and they basically drop this research chemical is what it is it's not very it's not known it's just a chemical that somebody made in a lab somewhere and they just started using it one day but it basically mimics an lsd trip but it doesn't exactly feel the same people say it feels kind of cheap or i don't know not the same experience but uh basically a lot of people have died from it uh it causes seizures and foaming at the mouth etc etc so definitely not something you want to play with so if you do plan on doing something like that i would definitely educate yourself on it and read up on this stuff before you just go around doing it because it, there's a lot of things that go into it and there's a lot of things that can happen there's a lot of different outcomes so definitely recommend to educate yourself before you try any substance or any drug go read about it and make sure you know what you're doing because yeah and you it, know life is precious so if you're thinking it might be a hassle it's it's serious when it comes to the use of any type of substance like like exactly. it's okay you should definitely like i would not view it as a hassle more of just like just take five minutes if you're going to do this and read an article and that test kit it's like i think it's like three dollars and it ships in one to two days so you're not waiting forever maybe with covid it might be like five days i don't know <laughs> so i can't say that but it's just not a big it's not a hard thing to get done if you can't read about it and educate yourself yeah, then do don't do it exactly yeah, absolutely so I'd, i i want to touch up on the whole psychedelic thing definitely i do want to put a full random disclaimer uh if you're thinking about using these things these substances i've said this many times before if you're thinking about using these things take all these things into consideration and i just want you to understand that i did say it could help depression and anxiety but it could also make those things 
100 times worse or 50 times worse it could definitely do the exact opposite thing about psychedelics is it's really a gamble you never know what kind of experience you're gonna have and if you go into this experience when you're feeling very depressed or anxious uh it's not a time that you want to do these substances because they're very uh they amplify what you're feeling so if you feel an emotion if you feel an emotion it's going to be amplified by however many times however high you are so basically if you feel very anxious or very depressed sometimes that can translate into a very very agitated and unwanted state you're not going to feel comfortable you're not going to feel cool at all it's not going to be a good time really at all so i've had some of the definitely more for um lsd definitely 100 that's why i said if you're thinking about doing something i definitely recommend mushrooms because kind of a stepping ladder up and lsd is definitely the 20 foot ladder on the house roof type yeah. deal so um and if you take an lsd you definitely know what i mean by that it's just very intense which i think has its place but uh if you're a new user maybe not as desired but so i've had you know some of the best experiences in my life on lsd i've also had some of the worst and wildest experiences because it's just if you go into a trip and you're feeling a certain way you're not ready it's gonna smack you in the face for thinking that you can just treat it like a drug that you, a party drug that you can just do on the weekends not it's not a drug it's it's an experience lsd is a tool i really believe personally it's a spiritual tool i think i think psychedelics are spiritual tools but it's not just a drug that you just do to get high and have fun it's, i mean of course. it can be it, it's it's fun at certain times but you shouldn't take the drug to have a good time and have fun that's not what it's for it's to understand more about yourself. So, so if you're you're gonna take a substance and and you're anxious or depressed and you're trying to work through that state, when you take the substance, you're not just gonna uh, just you know do nothing while you're on it. You're gonna try to work through the problems, and, and that's gonna be scary. It's gonna, it's gonna be very uncomfortable to do. But that's the thing about psychedelics. Sometimes they put you in very very uncomfortable situations. And you can kind of see what you would do in the extreme situations and react. And it makes you a stronger person for it because you just you understand more about yourself. One hundred percent. I just wanted to I wanted to touch up on that. Just put that random disclaimer in there. If you're thinking about taking something, just take all these things into yeah, account. Be aware it's not some miracle bad. thing. There's good and bad to everything. Exactly. exactly. Um, going into mushrooms, you can experience you can have bad experiences, but it's more common when you take a bunch like if you're doing if you're doing small amounts that's like the chances of you having a bad experience are very very low another thing is you probably don't want to smoke especially if it's your first time if you smoke we'll just mix it i know people smoke cigarettes but we definitely yeah can blow things out of proportion no nicotine works the same way it can affect because it is it's still a chemical yeah, I, I didn't know. I hear some people will like chain smoke cigarettes and things, and I didn't know if that like calmed them or what. But yeah, nicotine I personally is don't smoke tobacco a calm or anything. Thing so. When you're doing psychedelics, but in a sense, it's everyone's. So it's, it's the same with everything. Like some people are allergic to peanut butter. 
weird co- comparison to drugs, but it, like some people are allergic to it. So the same sense, like some people completely just can't do this and that's normal. Like it'd be weird if everyone could just take mushrooms and be happy. That's not a thing that could, that's Definitely, not a possibility. Yeah. The chances of that are not even existing. Definitely. Definitely before you do it, weigh the pros and cons of, of doing it, you know? What could happen and and 100 set and setting you know if you're in if you're not in a good place to do it don't do it if you're not in a good headspace to do it don't do it man or, or girl don't do it it's gonna it's gonna be bad in the end i'm telling you i yeah. warn you you just if you treat it like some like some party jug like you know, like alcohol, like on the it's not I think most trusted. It is not that it will smack most you. Most trusted place would probably be nature. Absolutely, I recommend highly. Yeah, highly. Like recommend. you can you can do mushrooms in your house, but you just have to make sure you're not sitting in darkness and like like no sound or anything. If you're doing it in your house, you need to be listening music, be around people that are drinking a couple beers and cracking jokes and stuff like that that's okay but i've taken mushrooms before and just the pitch black and it's not like i didn't have a bad experience but i didn't get what i wanted out of it like i was just like i would even i would it's like just like bro what am i doing definitely i I would caution even i mean just definitely know who you're around like i mean definitely if people are drinking that's not a problem but don't just go around random people that are drinking definitely know if you want your friends your true friends around you because if these people are cracking jokes trying to make you feel like oh he's looping out dude oh he's going he's going wacko it's really gonna set you off it's really gonna make you feel those aren't your real friends embarrassed uncomfortable exactly if they're trying if they're not do it with intense your experience in any negative way they're not truly your friends because they don't understand maybe they might be your true friends but they they're ignorant for not understanding the power definitely some people just don't understand it like i've seen on twitter there was this thing going around where like some dude was like high on either like mushrooms or acid or something and one of his friends texted him like a picture of like he was like i'm on i'm on mushrooms right now or something text me something happy bro or something because he i guess he was like having a difficult time and bro sent him a picture of a demon and like some like weird ass writing and stuff and it's just like like that is an example of like like i don't know some people would say this is extreme but that dude would be written off my list for life like absolutely he just doesn't you just don't get it i mean i guess the lack of experience could i guess explain that to a sense but that's not a joke like that thing that could like really like he was being, mess with somebody. I've seen head. it. He was being very serious in the text. Like he was saying that it wasn't going so well. Like I would understand if you just text like some person and you're like, yo, send me a funny meme. I'm tripping or something like that. And they yeah. joke around like show something scary. That's different from like he was literally asking. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Like, he must have did it for like Twitter likes or cloud or whatever. But that right there not cool and like it's not cool at all like that is like honestly to me i mean i guess i consider myself somewhat of a psycho not not anymore but in the past i, I definitely did my fair share of some psychedelics and 
that is like a try, like try in my life. I mean, to be honest, like that's what it feels like, like at that point, because it's just like that could make some that could set somebody off like so easily. Like, I mean, I've had I've had a bad trip before where I thought I was stuck in a parallel universe. Like, and that sounds insane, but I was absolutely 100% in in absolute sureness. I was in a parallel another random, universe. 100%. Another random disclaimer. You were using a large amount. Yeah, absolutely. I was just saying, Definitely. if you're doing like but a half still, a tab, you're not going to go to a different dimension, I promise. Exactly, exactly. None, but no, it wasn't like I teleported to a different dimension. It's just I, like my thought process was so warped that I couldn't, I don't know, it was weird. Like my friends were acting kind of weird, I guess, like somewhat weird to me. And that just instantly made me think it was like everything was different. And, and that's what I'm saying. Like these things can shift your perspective so much that you think this is that and you know down is up and up is down it, it really can so don't do this stuff you know don't don't go to school and do this stuff don't do this and that like do this at your home when you have spare time when nobody's gonna bother you you know etc like you need to do this in your own personal time and make sure you're in the right state of mind and you have the right setting because this stuff is no joke it's i mean these things are called psychedelic drugs but they're psychedelic experiences and they can really alter your yeah. life. Like, and again, I'm not LSD saying this lightly. on your state of mind more, way more than mushrooms. If you're, Long feeling, term, a, I would if say, you're yeah. feeling a little down and you take a trip to like a park or some nature trail or something and you take some mushrooms with the friends, you're probably going to be okay. I've done it several times. I wouldn't just be bullshitting you. Like I've, there've been moments where I'm just like, I'm done with today taken like four mushrooms and i've been completely okay and that's happened multiple times and we're not condoning that you do this but you're you know if you're having problems that we speak about things this is just a podcast we're just talking we're just friends talking random disclaimer we're not experts on any of the things that we talk yeah, about nothing we talk about however we're not trained in anything we talk about however we're not going to try to tell you ill information we're definitely coming at you as as a friend as we would as a friend but we can be wrong so research this stuff yourself educate yourself yeah absolutely all right we should probably move on from uh chemicals and drugs definitely, definitely. um good again, segment right before we talk about something else what tyler said just be aware of the good and the bad it's very simple that's with everything you can drive your car but there is chances that you can have an accident and stuff like that that's how mm -hmm. almost how i look at the use of psychedelics like there's a chance that something could happen so i always have someone around that's not taking them not saying you have to but i just just in case you never i mean i'm just a safe person i prefer to have someone that's like just down the earth at that point 100% trip sitter. I'm yeah, lost. That's like, I think even if you look it up, like it, every single page that talks about psychedelics, like rule number one is a trip sitter. And if 100%. you're experienced, you're saying that's, I never do that. Well, that's because you've done it several times. All right. Moving on. I want to talk about gaming a little bit. Um, so Seth, you were saying that you're getting into among us. Yeah, man. Uh, 
like I said earlier, uh, my my roommate from last year went to uh, basic training back in January and around like March or April. It was like kind of early into sort of the pandemic and quarantining here in the U.S. And uh, they gave him his phone and he texted me. He's like, yo, let's play this. Uh, let's play this game called Among Us. And he had me download it. And um and we hopped on Discord uh, with a few of our other friends and we were playing it. And I hadn't really played it up until like maybe last month, a few weeks ago. And I've been starting to play it a lot more now with uh, a few of my friends that I met on Twitter uh, that are also photographers Absolutely. and stuff. We're gonna have to play together. And uh, we all just hop on our Discord, just playing, yeah, man. We'll definitely have to do that. Oh, yeah. Just let me know. Um, dude, that's funny. If fun, you dude. don't know, they, have, they got rid of their, um, their project to make Among Us 2. Did you see that? Really? Yeah, now they're they're working on fixing the first one, and creating new maps. Oh, they need to work on fixing those yeah, servers. Well, they weren't expecting. They released like a whole like yeah. article like explaining like they only had like ten people working on the game because it wasn't very popular, mm -hmm. and then all of a sudden there's millions. Yeah, no, it's just a little third party game. Yeah, yeah dude, it's crazy because literally I um I had seen a few of the Among Us memes. And then, because uh, like also at the time was uh, the fall guidance. And me and a few of my friends, we went camping a few weeks ago and we didn't have cell service the whole weekend. And I came and we like came back and like I just literally everywhere I looked, it was just literally all among us memes. And so uh, I re downloaded the game and I've been playing it. Yeah, it's, uh, it's one of my favorite games this year. I think that's fair to say. Yeah, it's, it's definitely something that i don't really like playing by myself it's a game that's much better if you're playing that's with what we friends needed. Some, or, we needed even, that if you're, even if you're just playing with yeah absolutely it's yeah i mean playing by yourself is kind of it's not really fun because i don't know i just, I just don't think it's as fun no, as when you're able to not. talk with talk with your friends and then kind of talk about what you guys are seeing as it's happening instead of having to wait until someone calls a meeting or finds a dead body to type definitely. it out in the chats. Yeah, definitely. Um, so leading off of that, I want to say that we're going to put our Discord link down in the bio of this video for on our YouTube page. And I'll go ahead and post it on our, um, the random disclaimer Twitter page too. And if you are looking for a group to play with, just join and send a message in one of the chats and absolutely that's we're going to do that for pretty much all games so just it's not just like an among us thing we're we're talking about making a minecraft server and stuff like that currently and we'll just make it we'll open it up to the public and let you guys join in the discord and just be a part of this thing that we're creating y'all go down there and click that link come on in let's go get it Join the join the Christian Minecraft server. <laughs> Yo, those things are weird. I don't know. There's a couple streamers, like, uh, like Professor Witness, I think something like that. He's like a he's a Twitch mm -hmm. streamer, but he's like a preacher too. So he preaches while he plays the Doctor games. Witness. Oh, really? Listen. I think I've yeah, seen that. I think fuck, I just, bro. Fuck Doctor you know, Witness. Homie said that. Fuck Doctor Witness. Did you see what God. he said? We smoking Doctor Witness or pack I over swear. here? Where you see what swear he said about Juice World? What he say about Juice? Fucking straight talking him shit, a bro. Junkie, and then like kids <clears throat> looking to him as a disgrace to humankind because he was just people should look up to him. Yo, come on. I literally I typed a tweet out saying like if I ever see him in public, I'm busting his face open, and Twitter literally <laughs> banned me for a week. 
Like, there's another there's another one where another pastor type dude uh made videos about it and he kind of just like talked shit on him and was kind of disgusting like, basically saying how it was bullshit but i don't know bro i don't even know how i feel about it because bro's now releasing merch like with him and juice on it and shit and it's just like now nah, you're just making oh, money off juice's name so see that's like, even bro, more disrespect I, like i hate that even that's yeah, the next that's level that's even more disrespectful. i don't know should have just looked but at it dr witness should, or whatever his name is i just want to let this know if we ever get like known i'm not cool with you and we'll have issues till the day yeah. i die i stand on that fuck dr witness if bro. i if i had the power <laughs> i ain't forgiving you bro ain't, ain't no, no forgiveness no. here bro fuck out of here you pay with me that 10 million dollars and i still would have smoke with you i would have a big issue and yeah. if i ever seen you in public i would let you know what's up i'm not gonna Busting i think I'll, I'll, this this video might get struck if i go into detail so i'm just saying if i see you it's gonna be an issue <laughs> Definitely get age restricted, but busting the noggin, Doctor Witnesser, you better fucking just stay home, bro. Literally. Oh God, busting some kneecaps. If a random disclaimer gets big, stay home, bro. That's not a threat. That is absolutely not a threat. That That's is a just promise. us letting That's him know that he may slip promise. and fall and bust his noggin. Possibly. If I had the power to cancel you, I would make your life a hell. Because that's the most disrespectful <laughs> thing you could possibly do as a human. Disgrace yeah. somebody. I don't think dead. he understands that literally kids are alive people. today. Teenagers are alive today because, because of him. Juice. And you're just playing them off like a pill junkie. It's literally, it makes my, like, I feel my blood boiling in my veins right now. I don't know. Same thing with Jimmy, bro. Sure. Jimmy Hendrix. Like, people think that he just was some druggy overdose dude or druggy dude that just overdosed and stuff. Yeah, Jimmy Hendrix was murdered by his manager or by somebody that his manager set to murder him. You can read about it or, you know, go into all the evidence. Eventually, about one it, day we're going to go in. Murdered. We're going to have a whole topic on Jimmy Hendrix. Just <laughs> not this episode. It'll probably just be a me and Sadler type of episode where we go in on detail of that. Because uh, that's a very interesting thing to talk about, I think. Sad thing. Very sad. Rest in peace, Hendrix. Greatest guitars of all no time. No one will ever be better than him. There's no comparison on that. I mean, Push the there's envelope. some. There's I forget who. There's people that are technically better than Hendrix. Yes, but at Hendrix's time in history, he was the most innovative guitarist of all time. He is the one that took people dancing on a stage behind. Um, I can't remember what the guy's Little Richard, Little Richard type of music where the Chitlin circuit, where people were just doing little shows like that, where the guitarist was just back in the, you know, back in the choir, back in the back, didn't give matter. He changed what it meant to be a guitarist. Brought him to the front yes, of the Yes, Eric Clapton was doing the same thing. Yeah, Eric, Eric Clapton was doing it, you know, you could argue in England. But Jimi Hendrix was feared by Eric Clapton. You can watch the interviews about it. Jimi Hendrix was a force of nature. Because he was. It's, but it's deeper than saying something else. It's deeper than saying that technically people are better than him because you're saying people are better than him in a sense of actual guitar notes and stuff like that. He did not speed playing. You know, yeah, yeah. The the notes. I don't and mean stuff, that they they had a different like his play style wasn't even in a guitar book. Like there's no way to compare. Like if you learn like a guitar lesson, there's no 
like form of his notes and stuff that he was playing or whatever it's called. I'm not super into guitar, so I can't, I don't know the technical terms. I mean, people have broken it down, but there's no, like nobody can play like him. Nobody has played like him since. And I don't think anybody will play like him again. It's if you watch him live, it's something else. Man was something else, a God, something yeah. of some kind. Um, he allowed me to give my life meaning, which sounds kind of crazy, but uh, yeah, he his dedication to music taught me dedication and been following trying ever to since. do the same type of thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think for the most part, this is going to wrap up this episode. Um, Seth, do you have anything else you want to talk about? No, nah, man, not really. All right, that's pretty much it for the day, guys. Once again, in the description, we'll have our Discord link. Please join it if you can. We'd love to have more people in there. We're going to try to grow a little community more into gaming and stuff like that. There's also little topic ideas for the podcast here. You guys can drop an idea in the Discord whenever you join. That would be great. We can have some more ideas to talk about. I think the episode today was pretty good. We had some pretty decent discussions about some somewhat, you know, different subjects. I don't think people talk about it every day. Yeah. So very hopefully some of y'all will find it interesting. Stuff. Um oh yeah. Absolutely. Would you say? Definitely. I said absolutely oh, okay. relevant. Um <laughs> once again, free smoke to uh Dr. Witness. Witnesser. Witnesser. Don't even care about your name. Um, <laughs> all my homies say Dr. Witnesser. Yeah, all my homies. Alright, that's it, guys. I hope everyone has a good night. Thanks, y'all, for watching again. We'll see y'all in the next episode. Peace out, boys. Episode number seven. Peace, peace.